Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mic check one two one two. What's up, everyone? We're back. This is Jason Jones. This is the Ruler of the Court podcast. This is where I talk some Sacramento Kings with you. I talk some hip hop. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into this. Recording this on a Monday night following the Kings' 115-108 victory at Charlotte. De'Aaron Fox left the game in the second quarter with a, uh, I believe, a bone bruise, a bruised knee. We'll see how that all holds up, but the big thing is the Kings have now won two games in a row. That's right. They are now on a streak, and we all like winning streaks. I'm sure you all like winning streaks, so... Let's go ahead. Like I said, it's going to go ahead and jump in. I got to get through the basketball so that I get to the hip-hop part. Got a North Carolina-themed hip-hop portion because the Kings played in Charlotte for that win. And what was the big takeaway from this one? When I watched the game, I uh, look at the first half. It looked like one of those nights where the Kings were on their way to giving up, you know, a good 125, 130. You know, the Hornets were living in their in the paint. The Hornets put up 67 points in the first half. Oh, excuse me. Sometimes your computer just starts playing things even when you don't want it to. But yeah, the Kings gave up 67 first half points. And it honestly, I'm looking at their down 15. I said, this is going to be one of those nights where the Kings are going to King. You're playing a Charlotte team that doesn't have uh, LaMelo Ball, doesn't have uh, Terry Rozier. Nevertheless, I just said, they're going to go out there and just give it up. You know, just go out there and just let this team run right through them. Kelly Oubre was just, you know, carving them up early. Wasn't a good look for them. Dennis Smith Jr., who's bounced around the league, was, you know, getting, you know, got rolling a little bit. But second half, the Kings outscored. Uh, let's go look at the third quarter. That's where the game turned in the third. Kings outscored the Hornets 37-18 in the third. That's right. They played some defense. They went on a big run, and that coincided with, Davion Mitchell getting more minutes. And really, Davion's offense is really the story this night. But can't overlook the defense that 
they got so much better in the second half, put up a little more resistance. The Hornets still shot 51.2%, but it just didn't, it didn't, it wasn't nearly as easy as it was in the first half. And they were able to kind of turn the water off, so to speak, uh, between Davion Mitchell and Matthew Delavadova, uh, the D&D boys, whatever you want to call them. And what it br- the question it raised is one that comes up a lot of times with the Kings and their defense. Uh, if you look at the recent years, Sacramento's defense has gotten better whenever De'Aaron's left, left for a time with injury. That whether it be Corey Joseph playing those point guard minutes, whether it be DeLon Wright, probably even throw Davion in there. But I'm here to say it's way too early to make that assessment and say that, you know, the defense got better tonight just because De'Aaron wasn't playing. Sometimes the team is hot. I think uh, the Hornets were pretty were, were clicking in the first half, probably playing above their heads in the first half. So I wouldn't go there. And but I know how the the, no, the social media world works. I know people are probably saying. This is a prime reason why the Kings should have kept Tyrese Halliburton. Sorry to remind you all, that ship has sailed. That has nothing to do with what's going on right now. Nor was tonight's game a reason to justify why the Kings need to try to trade De'Aaron Fox. I'm just saying that for all those out there who have the wild takes after one half of basketball. Because... De'Aaron Fox has been damn good to start the season. You've seen him, I think I've seen you've seen him more engaged, De'Aaron, on defense. Ask Tyler Hero about that. I think you've seen a more of a commitment from De'Aaron to be a better defender. And the team hasn't struggled on defense all year or all season. All six games. We know it's been a, you don't have a large sample size. I wouldn't pin all that on De'Aaron with some of their struggles. You don't give up as many points as the Kings have given up in some of these games just because of one guy. But I know how it is. I know how, I know how people get. And everyone's going to say, well, not everyone, but you're going to have maybe that small but vocal majority saying, man, I wonder how they'll, they'd do if Davion Mitchell played a whole game and got starter minutes. Davion got 31 minutes against the Hornets. Whereas the rest, you know, he hadn't played more than 16 minutes all season. Well, check, let me check. I'm going to check that back for you guys. Oh, he played, yeah, he played 26 minutes in the first game of the season. Didn't shoot the ball well. Hadn't shot the ball really well all season for the most part. But in, you know, season high, 31 minutes, 9 of 11 from the field, 5 of 6 from 3. For 23 points. And let's put put Davion's game in context as it compares to the rest of the season. Davion made 9 field goals. Going into the game, he had made nine field goals all season. So, <laughs> he was definitely rolling. Uh, Davion was five of six from three. 
going into this game, Davion only made two three-pointers. Just two. He was two of 12 from three. So, there might just be a little bit of case of a guy got hot. I don't think Davion's an 81.82% shooter from the field in the season or an 83% shooter from three. But he certainly is not as bad as he has been overall. But the stats are pretty weighted. You know, of those 12 threes he had taken this season, five came in the first game. And he had two games where he was one or two. So... There's a lot, you know, to to take into account with, you know, just how Davion played. I don't think he's going to be this offensive guy every night, but he definitely was a catalyst along with Kevin Herter. And I said again, Matthew Dellavedova kind of reminded you why you keep a veteran like him on the bench. Is he going to be, is he going to play most nights? Nope. Do you want him playing most nights? No, but... He knows your coach. He's familiar with him. And if needed, you can plug him in and get some production out of him. So that was a, to me, a net positive for the Kings. Just to know that you have that available to you. And then I like, I love the way what Kevin Herter gives them when he's on five of 10 from three, made all five of his free throws, kind of stuff you need. Kings were 24-28 from the, from the line tonight. You know, and, and for a team that you can really say has lost at least one game this year because of free throw shooting, that was a big that was a big reason why they were able to come back and rally. Like I said, that I thought they got some timely defensive stops. Demontis uh, the, the, the Sabonis only had nine points, but he did grab 16 rebounds, had seven assists before he fouled out. So, I mean, there's just, I think, at this point, six games in, the Kings are two and four. There are some positives. There are some things to look forward to. Uh, The road trip continues Wednesday in Miami. See where they go with that. But, again, Kings win. Uh, Shout out to Davion for stepping up, you know, (laughs) in a time of need. And we'll see when De'Aaron gets back. And if Davion can score like this, what other options might be available to the Kings down the road? But enough Kings talk. We're going to get into the my favorite part of this discussion of these little brief uh, podcasts I give you. We're going to get into the hip-hop portion. Like I said, it's a North Carolina-themed portion. But before we do that, we got a message for you from DraftKings. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. You know what your new customers can do? You can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. That sounds pretty good to me. So check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. How do you get in all of that stuff? You go to DraftKings Sportsbook app. You opt in and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. Not tomorrow. Not in the weekend. You do it today. 
With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Or I send my friends to bet on the NBA. I'm still kind of, you know, the whole ethical question about whether or not I can or can't bet. I don't know. But if I'm going to bet, I'm going to use DraftKings Sportsbook. And I'm going to be looking at, coming up this week, you know, looking at this matchup with the Kings and the Heat. You know, can Ty- will Tyler Hero go off again? You know, if De'Aaron Fox doesn't play, does Davion top 20 points again? There's so many different things you can look at. So many different same game parlays you can do. So definitely give it a look. I'm excited to see what the Kings do this week. I know you are too. But here's what you got to do to do all that stuff. You got to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code TBPN and make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now let's get back to the show. Oh, you might excuse me today. I'm munching on a little bit of uh, Halloween candy. I didn't give candy out to no kids or anything. I just bought some for my kids. And I love peanut M&M. So I was snacking on a couple of those (laughs) for a little bit. But with that being said... We're going to transition over to the hip-hop portion of today's show. And for the North Carolina edition, I thought about doing something about Little Brother. I thought about the rise and the fall of the baby. No, I thought about Petey Pablo. But I had to come back to J. Cole. No, Fayetteville's own. Shout out to my friends who went to school in Fayetteville. But and kind of trying to figure out what to talk about. And I know I've hit on this before, but I thought it would be timely to revisit J. Cole and J. Cole features. Some of my favorite features. Like I said, not necessarily his best features, but my favorites. If I had an album, I was a rapper. If I wasn't trying to get killed on my own stuff. Or as Nas once famously said, Eminem, about Jay-Z, Eminem murdered you on your own shit. If I was not trying to get murdered on my own shit, I probably wouldn't want to have J. Cole <laughs> kick a verse on my song. Because a J. Cole feature is going to get you attention, but... You better be ready to go bar for bar with him because he's going to kill him. So what I want to do is uh, revisit my favorite, maybe it's a revised visit of some of my favorite J. Cole features. That's because, remember a few years ago he said he wasn't going to do features anymore? Thank God he was lying and he keeps doing them. So I'm going to go with some of the uh, newer ones that I really like tell you why I like them before I kind of go back to some of my older favorite ones. I don't have like a list or anything. I just want to kind of throw these out there. And y'all can uh, hit me up on socials at Mr. Underscore Jason Jones on Twitter. Mr. Jones LBC on Instagram if you want to give me some feedback on what you think. And 
My first one we could go to is going to be London with B, uh, London. Jumped on there with Bia and Bia and hope I said her name right. And what made that cool to me was my man transitioned into a whole British accent for the song and began to rap in like British lingo. That shit went, I was like, I love that song just because of that. And then you start to read up on it, how J. Cole heard the song and thought that he couldn't add any more to the song. But thank God again, J. Cole was wrong because his feature on there was outstanding. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And it's one of my favorite features of, of the past 12 months. No doubt. Definitely no doubt. One of my favorites. And just it shows off Jay's creativity, his versatility, and how he can just, you know not just cross you know he can cross continents, and his flow still goes. Next up, another one of my favorite features of the past twelve months is when he when he jumped on with a Benny the Butcher for Johnny P's Caddy. I love his flow. I love how he places himself with the greats. You know, with his line about the best rappers that died and he can, you know, ask him, you know, that line, you know, the line about, you know, doing a feature with Jesus, you know, he really just puts himself on, you know, I love that type of hip hop where the MC is telling you why he is the best. And I feel like J. Cole does a great job on this song doing that and there's other features from this year i could go into you know he's got one with you know yg and uh money bag yo uh scared money you know he's got some you know if you if you got that gangster grills you know the song stick he's got a good verse on there you know like i said i don't i can't really recall really bad j cole verses so it's kind of crazy that he has a good verse of course he does he's j cole but what I want to do now is, now that I've hit on some of the more recent ones, kind of go back in time, some of my favorite older ones. And it's kind of crazy to say uh, older ones. Uh, you know, off the bat, I got to go with a lot with 21 Savage. This this is what got me listening to 21 Savage at all was this song because I heard, I heard this song with J. Cole and that got me on his whole other, ca- the rest of his catalog and J. Cole gets, I mean, talking about rap with vulnerability, honesty, open, you know, just kind of open, opening yourself up. I love it. It's probably, it's probably my favorite J. Cole verse in terms of his features. It's, it's, it's top, it's top three easily. And then you got to, you know, and then you go to uh, Star is Born with Jay-Z. I like that because it's younger Cole. I don't think Cole had ascended to where he hadn't ascended to where he is now, where you look at his generation, you say it's either him, Drake or Kendrick. He hadn't gotten there yet. But, you know, anybody who can go on a song with Jay-Z and not embarrass themselves is clearly doing a damn thing. And he does that. But probably my this might be my favorite all time feature where he's on the song Pray. Uh, on on the games, uh, Jesus Peace album, and the reason why I I enjoyed this one, like like I said, I, I talk about the vulnerability, opening yourself up with the lyrics, but it's really about you know a false love, you know, she's hollering at him, you know, when you're gonna be back in town, ta- you know, 
I, I this just it's a great he tells a great story in his verse on that song. And it's definitely one if you're looking at Jay's catalog, talking about his great features, it's up there. I think it's it's top three. It's definitely top three. So that that one, a lot with 21 Savage. And y'all can pick a third one, whatever one y'all want. If you, you want to hit me up on the socials and let me know what your third one is, please feel free to do so. Like I said, but my top two are definitely a lot with 21 Savage and Pray with the Game. So that's your North Carolina edition of Hip Hop Talk on the Ruler of the Court podcast. So that's all I got. You know, quick little episode. I'll be back later in the week. Uh, shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network and shout out to DraftKings for helping keep the lights on with the Basketball Podcast Network. Again, I am Jason Jones of The Athletic. You can find my stuff on the Culture Vertical there at theathletic.com. This is the Ruler of the Court Podcast. You can catch me here. You can catch me all over the internet. Check my socials for everything I pop up on. Y'all have a good one. I will catch you later in the week. I'm out. Peace.